0: This podcast is sponsored by RSE Management Consulting Inc. Richard has been my accountant for five years, and our relationship has grown into an incredible friendship. He now serves over 60 members in my business. The firm specializes in corporate tax, financial bookkeeping, and management advisory services for small and medium sized businesses. His expertise is helping his clients manage the intricacies of tax law and teaching small and medium-sized businesses how to navigate the tough landscape of tax. If you want to hear more, you can go and listen to episode 203, I interviewed Richard on my podcast. The value that he has given to me over the last five years to me is truly priceless. He will work with you to create an action plan in order to organize your business finances, which in turn affects you personally in so many amazing ways that you didn't even know. You can email him at r-eidelberg, R-E-I-T-E-L-B-E-R-G at R-S E M G T C O N dot com or you can call him directly at his office, area code 631-623-2400. You can also visit R S E M G T C O N dot com to contact and learn more. And we will upload all this information to the show notes as well. Hello, my Level Up family, you guys. I am pumped. First of all, I'm pumped every single time we have the opportunity to spend some time today and I can breathe some love and some life and some vision and some possibility into your heart, into your mind, so you can just level up in all areas of your life. We have a guest today. And you know what? I'm so psyched to say this guest has become my friend. We've done some events together, we've done some podcasts together, and you guys are going to get to spend some time today with Frazier Brooks. And I know that um, Frazier's been on my podcast before. You guys love those episodes. It's episodes that are listened to over and over again. If this is your first time tuning in and maybe your first time listening to Frazier, I am gonna give you guys a little bit of a background on him before we even get into what we're going to talk about today. So Frazier is a second-generation network marketer. After attending his first event in 1987 in the womb of his mother, he went to see his he he went to see his parents earn eight figures from the industry. You guys, I love that because we're going to be talking about possibility today. So eight figures jacks me up. So in 2010. He de- I cracked this man up. We're going to have some fun tonight. Okay. In 2010, he decided to begin his career as a distributor and in five years was able to build a business of over 300,000 customers using social media. Fraser made a decision to go 100% into generic coaching, speaking, and consulting to transform the industry of network marketing for the better. Since 2017, Frazier has been able to speak on stage in 33 different countries generically. Start a Success Stubit, the biggest generic event in Europe, host to chart-topping network marketing ninja podcast, help hundreds of thousands of network marketers around the world start, promote, and grow their business online, and he has written three best-selling books. And again, what I love to say is he's become a friend of mine. We've done podcasts together. We've done events together. And the best part is after I spend some time with Frazier and we're speaking together, we leave each other jacked up. Like I'm (laughs) jacked up and we have so much love and passion for this incredible industry. And so today we're going to spend some time talking about the potential in network marketing. You guys, I have been in this industry for 17 years. I joined for the potential. I joined for the vision. I joined for the bigness. So we spend so much time talking about what is probable and legally we need to, and we are going to continue to do that. There are no promises in this. There are no guarantees and people spend so much time and they focus on the odds and they ask me questions like, what are my chances? Okay. So, you know, one of the, (laughs) one of the answers I give people, you know, I don't know. What are your chances? You're betting on you. You're the odds. A lot of times it's same company, same industry, same product. You tell me. And so I've been in this industry for 17 years. I saw the odds. I saw the percentages. I saw what was probable, but I only paid attention to what was possible. Now, the reality is Most people, I'm going to stop talking for a second. I'm like, I'm going to bring right in here. Okay. But I just want to get this off my heart. Most people join a network marketing business to make a little. That's fine. There's such an incredible place for you in this industry. That's what most network marketing businesses are. A lot of people that want to sell a little. And that's what I love so much about our industry. Whatever you want, you can create it here. But here's the thing. We have been living in this reality world the last few years. Like Maybe there's a little bit of negativity. Maybe we're living in a world that everybody gets a trophy. And maybe we're bashing a company when it doesn't work. And here's what I'm – you guys know the way I roll, okay? You're not here to love me. I, I I would love if there's love, but I'm always going to speak truth. Okay, so when people say the business doesn't work, the business works, people don't. All right, so we're going to have some fun, and we're going to go over some things that we feel it truly takes to build it big in network marketing. Build it big in the network marketing professional. Now, I've made a list of my things, and you guys like I could I could I could make forty pages of what it of what it takes. But before we get into this list, I'm going to turn it in, turn it over to Frazier. And we're just going to go back and forth on some of the things that I've got on my list. He's going to share what's on his list. And I hope my intentions, and when you guys hang up today, you're like, you know what? I didn't really understand how big this can be. You know, so many people fear rejection. Rejection is not what got me scared. What got me scared is somebody looking me in the face and saying, Debbie Neal, why didn't you really tell me how big this could be? me and my family. So that's my role in this industry. Mm -hmm. We're going to have some fun today. And Frazier, thank you for being here.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's always, hey, as you said, getting jacked up, getting fired up. Every time I hear you, you are one of the best straight, direct, honest speakers uh, in our entire profession. And I wish there was a 100 100,000 people like Debbie but I know there's only ever going to be one, right? I know, I know there's a lot of people come close, but you're just a different breed. You're just awesome. So uh, I'll tell you a story to, to begin with. And I, I think this is probably relatable because I believe that a lot of people have small goals in network marketing because they have this idea of what level of income gives me a comfortable life. Not an incredible life, a comfortable life. They go, If I could just make I'll talk US dollars. If I could just make $3,000 a month, it means I could be at home with my kids and I wouldn't have to go to the job that I hate. And that was me. So I remember joining. My dad was my upline. I was very, very blessed. I know the only real responsibility of an upline is to get you involved in the business and you are an independent distributor or an independent consultant or an independent team member. But I have my dad, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It was a good thing because he was on my side. It was a bad thing because I could be a rebel and not listen to him. I was very coachable. I was the guy in school who had the reports. Fraser is a good listener. He's an action taker. He's a fast learner. But when it came to my dad, oh my God, I was a complete opposite. So he sits me down and he says, what's your goal? Like, What do you want to make? And I said, dad, if I can make $300 a month, it means after three years, like, I could pay off my $10,000 student debt. For those of you who've got student debt and you're thinking you're, student debt was only $10,000. Yes. I stayed at home and went to university and I worked a job whilst I was doing it. Da, 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 da. Right. So he said, okay, all right. I think you can do a lot more. And I said, dad, I don't want more than that. And he kind of just let me, let me go. And after about 25 to 30 days, it was in my first month I'd made the $300. My dad turned to me and he says, what's the next goal? I said to make, $300. I want to make $300 a month. He said, he said something to me, which has never really ever left me. And he said, what do you expect your team to earn? If your ambition is only $300 a month. And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause if I have three people making a hundred a month, then wow. Yeah. They don't want to stay around for very long. So he said, let's go for 800 this month. And I'm like 800 dad, I'm only doing this like part-time and I'm I'm just about to finish university. So like, maybe I'm going to get a job and like He said, 800. I breezed past 800. And I remember we sat down and again, same conversation. What's the next goal? I said, dad, 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 dad. I think I made like 15, 1600 at that time. So as a percentage, it was like almost double. I said, dad, any more than this would be more than I would get paid if I took the, the, the degree that I've just gotten, spent thousands of dollars for and go get a job. I don't feel like I'm capable. He said, Fraser, you've just made $1,600. How did you do it? And I told him how I did it. He said, do you think you could tell that story to 10, 20 other people who are in the business or not in the business? And I said, yeah. He said, well, what if they go and follow up what you did? What would happen to your business? I said, a lot more. And then he hit me again with the, if you don't grow your income from 1600 to 3000 which was the new goal, to $3,000. Like, how do you expect your team to be inspired by what's possible? So I was like, right, I got it. I got it. And I had crazy imposter syndrome because I was 21 going on 22 years old. And I thought there's no way I could make $3,000 a month working from home, waking up at 10 a.m. I was 21, right? Waking up at 10 a.m. where I would have to get a degree, put a suit on, shine my shoes and work for someone else to get the same amount of money. So... I delayed my success because of that. And I often say that, you mentioned it before, I just say it in a different way, is like there are no business problems, there are only personal problems. And my business did not grow for that period of time because I was holding myself back. And I sat down with my dad and he said, you're not telling your your $1,600 a month story. You're not. Why? And I said, because I don't feel like I'm worth more. And he said, in this business, everyone is worth millions of dollars. It's just up to you to decide that that can be your reality. So I went, screw it, made the decision. I committed to it. I executed it. And we breezed through the 3000 and it hit a number. We kept doing this until my dad got me to write down eight, that it was like $8,334 like dollars on a calculator. And he asked me to multiply it by 12. And the answer came out at like a hundred thousand and eight dollars. And he said, how does that make you feel making that in a a year? And I said, well, it's not possible. I'm, I'm 21 years old. I, I like, I've not got a job. I'm working from home on my own boss. Like, it's just not possible. He said, it's possible. And we kept doing this and doing this and doing this and doing this. And the numbers just kept going up and up and up. And yes, there were dips on the way, but I'd never realized how, how much potential I actually had. And here's what my dad did, which was the real key. He made me feel so bad for thinking so small, but he made me feel like a fricking rock star, even though I was a million miles away. And he, it was that certainty in me that allowed me to realize, if he's so certain I can do it, if I just believe that I can do it, that'll be enough. And I'll explain what I mean there real quick, and I'll pass it back to you, is that belief is not enough. Now, belief is what we talk about, and we know belief is so important but there is another level. I'll give you an example of this. Your husband, your partner comes home from work or from the gym or from walking the dogs or picking up the kids and you turn around to him and say, Bob, let's say his name's Bob. Bob, am I the woman of your dreams? And he turns around and goes, I believe so. I'm pretty pretty sure. Like I, I, I believe you are. How do you feel? You don't feel great. And now you're walking down the street, you're holding hands with him down New York City and a blonde woman walks past and he turns his head ever so slightly. And you're thinking, is that the woman of his dreams? And you met some of you, if you're Debbie, you're definitely elbow. Was that the woman of your dreams? Joking around, right?
0: After the comment, there would be no walking down the street, holding (laughs) hands. Let's be honest. (laughs) Exactly. After the uncertainty, I will exit the building. I'm not arrogant, but I have main character energy. There is absolutely there's not even an explanation after that nonsense.
1: A you main character. Star. You are the star of your own show, not an extra. That's for sure. So here's the thing, Debbie already knows where I'm going with this because she she she's got so much wisdom and knowledge and experience in this game. She mentioned like the the flip side of the word that I'm going to share here is. Imagine you now, same scenario, husband, partner comes home from work, from the gym, whatever. You turn around to him and say, hey, am I the woman of your dreams? And he stops everything he's doing. He comes right up to you, looks you dead in the eye, inches away from your face. His hands are on your shoulders and says, I can't even imagine the idea of not meeting you. You are 1000% the woman of my dreams. How do you feel now? You feel loved, you feel safe, you feel trusted, you feel secure. There's a like an element of loyalty, you don't doubt anything. And as soon as you have that certainty, you will win. But if you believe it's like, I believe it's a good opportunity, you'll say, like, I think this is a good opportunity. When you're certain, that's when you're gonna go, I know this is the best thing. And one of the most certain people in the world is Debbie Neal. She is certain not just about the industry, not just about herself, but she's certain about the potential. Sorry. Yeah, the potential, the possibility, yes. the possibility that anyone and everyone can make it big in this game. So yeah, I've got a lot to thank to my dad um, for really opening my mind to seeing what the the possibility of this industry was.
0: I feel so blessed because first of all, that analogy alone, honestly, we could be done here. Like that analogy. Is I'm going to use that. I'm going to give Go, you credit, but I'm going to use that now for a really long time because <laughs> we talk about belief and it has a sound, it has an energy. But I I couldn't mm-hmm. even imagine if somebody were. I mean, I I'm I'm half joking, half serious. If somebody, if I were to say that, first of all, here's the thing: I wouldn't even ask a man that because you'll never yeah. have to ask somebody how they feel about you, right? Because they're going to show you, and they'll they're going to use those words before. And, and that uh-huh. can be applied to network marketing business. So, wow. Okay. So I, what I'm going to do is I've got a few things on a list here. I'm going to roll through it. And I want, I want you to pick something that just hits your heart and we're going to expand on it. Because I was like, all right, what are some of the things that I – first of all, my story, you guys, if you don't know it. And this is why we say don't compare. Because I came into this industry not knowing anything about it. I was praying and I was journaling for three years of what I wanted my life to look like. And it was very clear. Like it was, I had no idea what the vehicle was going to be. And I'm a very big believer in what you're looking for is looking for you. Somebody talked to me about a network marketing business. And my initial reaction was thank you, but no thank you. My initial reaction was no thank you. I said no at a backyard barbecue three times. And you guys, if this is the first time you're hearing this, I want you to understand something. If this woman, who's no longer in my company anymore, did not stand in complete conviction and look me in the face and and paint the picture of what was possible, there'd be no Debbie Neal in this industry. Maybe it would have been different, okay? So, so often... We go home and we're like, we mentioned it to three people, check. (laughs) <laughs> check, check. I got in front of a person. I'm not asking you to get in front of a person. I'm asking you to get inside of a heart. Do you have the guts and the courage and the belief in something so rock solid that when somebody gives you a no or an opposition, it's really an opportunity to get inside of their heart? Because I'll tell you something. I forgot what she was talking about. But all I know is that her vision was so big and so bold and so bright that I saw myself in it. I saw my family in it. I saw trips. I I saw cars, I saw money and it wasn't because there was promises, but there was a vision that was so big, there was room for me. So when I started this business with no experience, I was like, this is the top. And not only did I say, this is the top, because at the top of any company, it tells you what the average monthly income is. I'm like, if that's average, people make less, people make more. What is the number one person What What is the number one person earn?" And I'm not asking because I'm competing. I want to know what the bar is. I want to know what the bar is. And that number didn't scare me. It inspired me. And I came into this industry like somebody let an animal out of a cage. My entire life, I was preparing for this. Okay. So I'm going to go through the list, Fraser. You tell me something that hit your, hit your heart. So a couple of things is like stand in it. Like mm-hmm. be so proud, stand in it, create a vision, like a vision, paint the vision, share the vision, regardless of what, I guess we could just start with that. Cause I got a list, but like yeah. so many people water down their vision and they're mm-hmm. just, they tiptoe through the tulips and they're putting one foot, they're doing the hokey pokey, like a vision that's big and it's bold and it's bright because if you want to attract bigness mm-hmm. and I didn't. I didn't, I had to practice. Like I didn't earn a penny. I didn't sell a thing. I didn't know anything about the industry. I mean, I really had a set, but I was like, I'm not, I'm going to paint this so big. I don't care how many people say no to me. I don't care how many people think I'm nuts. I don't care. I'm not in the convincing business. I'm in the sorting business. And I'm looking for people that want to get on this field and play to win.
1: Yeah, no, this is, this is amazing. So I I think one thing that I've always said That has allowed, which has really allowed people to realize, like how serious I am about this, is I would always say, "Hey, I know something for a fact: you will quit on me before I ever quit on you. Like it's just a fact. You will quit on me because I'm not going to quit, right? I just know that. I'm planting my flag. I'm in this long term. But you mentioned vision, so I I believe there's kind of three key components to 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 this game, uh, especially now. And before I mention this, I will do. I will say that one of the keys to success of going big is keeping the basics better, like doing the basics better and more often, right? In COVID everything exploded because so many people were doing so many different things. But now since COVID you've, everyone's got to be singing from the same hymn sheet because now in the post COVID era, it's simplify and unify, simplify what you do so that everyone can do what you do so that you unify and you accelerate. Anyway, so three things, number one, you need a vehicle, right? And I want you to think about your opportunity for those of you tuning in, what, vehicle like what car represents your company do you think it's a mini cooper do you think it's a three-wheeler or do you think it's a bugatti a rolls-royce a bentley convertible do you feel like it's a a luxury van where every one of your friends can come in and chill out in the back or do you see it as a lorry do you see it as a truck do you see it as like a beaten up car because that is what you have to realize like no one's going to drive past me looking better like you have You have to know that. like You have to feel that's number one. Number two is the brand, the driver. Every car has to have a driver. So the people need to trust the driver. So if you're driving up the street, if I'm driving down the road and I see Debbie Neal walking along and I'm like, wow, she looks flipping awesome. I put my window down and she does not know who I am. She'll probably go, and I'm I'm driving a Rolls Royce. She's probably going to go, yeah, whatever, nice car. See you later. If I'm Beyonce, right? Or I'm Tony Robbins, or I'm one of these beasts. And I turn around to Debbie Neal and I go, like, hey, jump in. You're still maybe conditioned like, well, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. Because the third thing is the most important. You would not hail a cab and say, hey, just drive around. You would not order an Uber and not put a destination. And you would never be sat on a plane and hear the captain go, ladies and gentlemen, we are just about to take off and we have no plan for this flight. <laughs> we are just going to go up in the air and go round and round in circles. And then when we're all bored, we are going to come back in a city. We don't know which one. You would never get on that plane. So the third thing is you have to have the vision of where you're going. It's the first thing. people would if, if people don't know who you are, they see you in the Rolls Royce, they see you have some credibility, they get in the car, the first thing they're going to say is, where are we going? And if you don't have the answer they're going to get out of the car. So that vision has got to be so strong, so bold, and it can't just be about you. It can't be like, well, my vision is I am going to do this. That's first level. That's ego, right? We go, I am going to make $1,000 a month. I am going to make $10,000. a month. I am going to make $100,000 a month. And by the way, that's totally fine. That's where we start. The second level is I will help you make $10,000 a month. I will help you make $100,000 a month. And, 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 and. The third level is where Debbie's at, right? And that's mission. That's when it's like, I am on a mission to help thousands of families earn an extra thousand dollars a month up to a million dollars a year in income and beyond. Are you with me or not? And when you have that, again, come back to the conviction, you mentioned conviction. When you have that conviction, when you have that certainty, when you have that vision, when you have that posture, when you have that energy, when you have that consistency, when you have that drive, when you have that hunger, when you have that coachability, like everything clicks into place but it probably won't go as fast as you expect it to. And that's totally fine because that's done on purpose. The devil is testing you to see if you're ready for the next level. They say every level brings a new devil, but the reality is the devil comes before you reach the next level. He's there standing in the way waiting for you. Come on, bring it on. Have you got what it takes? So those are just three things real like real quick around vision that I've always put in my head. I'm a very visual person, right? So I need to like kind of visualize and figure out how to share it.
0: Okay. So that's funny because I give a scenario very similar to that. I say like, if you're looking to get on a bus, right? There's three buses. They're all going to New York city. One bus says you're going to get there. I'm in in New Jersey. You're going to get there in one hour. One bus says you're going to get there in three hours. And one bus says, I have absolutely no idea which bus would you get on. And then of course, you're going to get on, you're going to get on the one, the party bus. It's got the music, it's got the energy, it's got the people, it's got the driver, it's got all that. Then you get on the bus. And then if all of a sudden now, the hour turns into an hour and a half, it's fine if it's communicated. This is what we hit. We hit traffic, we hit this, we're still on a mission, we're doing this, it's communication. But if all of a sudden that bus is like, you know, what life happened. I think I'm going to pull my rear end over to the side and I'm going to sit in my own nonsense and life happened and then this ha- life is always going to happen. What's the alternative? We're all going to be dead, okay? Like the life is going to happen. But if all of a sudden people are like I um, I didn't quit. I'm just taking some time. And then they're like, and there's nobody on my bus. Of course there's nobody on your damn bus. You're pulled over because you're so consumed in your own life. And everybody has exited the building. Nobody wants to be on a boring bus that has no (laughs) idea where they're going. Like it's common sense. So
1: so I love your Rolls
0: Royce thing, but it's like, it's, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then what ties into what you were just talking about, which I think. So often, you know, it's becoming a network marketing professional. Like it, I, when I started this business, I knew absolutely nothing about it. But if I was going to really lead thousands to victory, to win, you know, people like, what if people say this about your industry? I'm so rock solid in mm. who I am and what I represent. Bring it on. Let's go. There's not a question in my 17 years. I mean, I can remember one time I was married at the time and I went to like this event for like my husband's work and a man who was in like the banking industry, you know, when somebody squats down and they put their hands on their knees and they're talking to you. Okay. And he's like, how's your, you know, whatever business, I like to remain neutral. And I thought Uh to myself, I'm like, I'm going to chew him up and spit him out for breakfast. Like what on, so of course, then I, in a very professional, classy way, I addressed it. But by the time I was done, like I'm such an ambassador for this industry that I want people to walk away, even if they don't want to join my business, like, wow, I had absolutely no idea how real and how serious and how amazing this industry is. So it's becoming that network marketing professional, but it's also, you mentioned like the Rolls Royce, it's committing to excellence. It's raising Mm -hmm. the bar. And you know, I was an athlete my whole life and I was a coach. Like I couldn't even imagine, nobody wants to join a team that's not in momentum. Nobody wants to join a team where a coach is not declaring victory. Nobody wants to join a team that a coach is not pulling down a helmet in the fourth quarter with two minutes left and saying, you can do this. You know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you look, no matter what sport you follow, if a team is not doing well, it comes down to the coaching. Before they mm-hmm. get rid of players, they're getting rid of the coaching. So although we're not responsible for people's success, I'm not responsible for people's success, but I am responsible for the atmosphere in which we create. And so the atmosphere that we create, if you're looking to really build it big in network marketing, how you show up matters. How honestly, I mean I say this all the time, people who get on a Zoom and their camera's off, you find me a top leader that's getting on a Zoom, you know, people send me a text, my camera's off because I'm cooking. Why are you freaking cooking? Like, if I was doing an in-person meeting and there was four thousand people, would you make spaghetti and meatballs now? I don't even understand.
1: <laughs> it's, crazy. it's so it's so crazy, but I, I, you know what? I am I, similar to you. I have lots of sporting coaching um, analogies, and it. It, 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 it's so true. I think I think one thing that that I, I've been able to coach people to do that's that's helped realize how the potential is and how big this is is that. A lot of people go to events without a plan, right? They go to the event and their their plan is event starts at 10 a.m. So I'm going to be in the room at 10 a.m., which is late already, right? So I'm going to be in the room at 10 a.m. I'm going to consume all the content and then I'm going to come home after the event and then I'm going to put that into action. They don't plan for like event hangover, introvert hangover, all of that. But the thing that they don't plan for is that the magic actually happens. And you know this, Deb, like the magic happens in the hallways, or in the bathrooms when you see the, one of the speakers in the bathroom that you're in and you're thinking, hang on a minute, she's washing her hand with the same soap that I'm washing mine with. And she's just gone to the toilet for the same amount of time that I went in. And then you're in the salad queue and she's having the same salad that you're having. You might be having a little bit more, uh, you might be having a little bit more sweet corn than she is. And you're thinking, I'm even healthier than she is, but she's crushed it. So you have to come up, you got to do, I, I would recommend this. Whenever you go to an event, you're, you've got two goals, right? Outside of the event itself, because the magic's going to happen, especially if Debbie's speaking, blah, 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 right? So one, number one is get a selfie and a full body photo with the person you're speaking to. And number two, ask them what their story is, like in terms of their product story or their business story. And your goal is to get 50 stories throughout. Again, if it's a two, three day event, 50 is going to be no problem. If it's a one day event, it's going to be, you might have to bring it down to like 10, 15, but your goal is to fill yourself, fill your phone. Every single time you feel a bit down, a little bit weak, you don't realize the potential. You look at your camera roll and go, that's Debbie, that's Sarah, that's Samantha, that's Claire, that's Mar- Marco, that's bum, 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 bum. But then you've got content that you can create to be like, here's my friend. And it's not, here's my customer, here's my team member, because they're not in your team. It's here's my friend who follows the same system as me and her life has completely changed. She was a nurse working 80 hours a week and now she is, boom, top 1% in this company. You obviously don't have to put uh, incomes on there because of different rules and regulations and stuff. But you 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 win because you create the certainty. You know if it's worked for all these different people, it can work for me because I'm in the right environment. And then you're showing the world, like, hey, there are people making it big. And you say big, Debbie, and big to you and I can be completely different to big when when we started right I know you joined it for like the big money big money to me was three thousand dollars a month although I'd lived in million dollar mansions my entire life because my mom and dad had massive success but for me I was like and then every level I my eyes started to get bigger and the horizon started to expand and I started climbing the skyscraper of success realizing hang on a minute what's the penthouse look like I'm actually going to go I'm going to go to the penthouse I'm going to knock on the door and just say hey I'm one day going to live here. I just want to see what it's like, so I can start furniture shopping already. You know, so I think vision is a huge part. Environment is is essential. Having the coaching and the mentor is fundamental, but really realizing, as you've mentioned the word a few times, the possibility. Like, if I was to draw a line of like, like, what's the worst case scenario and the best case scenario? Like, when you join, you are. millimeter away from the worst case scenario. And you are a thousand miles away from the best case scenario. And that, I don't know about you, but that freaking excites me so much knowing that I'm not even 1% of the way to my journey, I'm not even 1% of the way to the destination that I'm on the way to. And that keeps me, that keeps me going, drives me forward.
0: You know, there's so many things I want to talk about, but I'm going to keep our our time. I'm going to be respectful here of our time. You know, one of the things that's so, I think it's really, really important is you need to be willing to change. You know, a lot of people, they start a business like this, you know, and there's statistics out there and I'm not going to quote exact statistics, but an average person who starts a business like this talks to, you know, 10 people, 20 people, they don't get the reaction they want. And they're like, maybe it's just not for my network. You know what? It wasn't for my network. My network was fine staying home and complaining about money. My network was fine going out to lunch and talking about how they were buying things on Amazon and hanging and hiding it from their husband. I needed to change my network if I wanted to change, change my net worth. And the reality is I talked, I had 100 conversations in my first week and 96 people said no to me. 96 people said no to me. But I stood in that vision. Four people, you know, everybody's like, four people said yes to Debbie Neal. Yeah, but what about the 96 people? Yeah. That And I'm not talking about reach outs. I'm talking about actual conversations in my start week were 96. And so my drive and my vision got me to a point. But it was-
1: Go ahead. uh, Sorry, Debbie. I was four out of 137. So we're similar.
0: We're similar. There we Mm -hmm. were. So your ratio was even worse than mine if we want to compete here. I
1: saw honestly, I sucked so bad. But
0: people didn't focus on that. They focused Mm -hmm. on the fact that you were good. People saw that I was good. Debbie got- four people to say yes. You can't get four people. In fact, I was so bad. I talked so much. Instead of like even seeing how I could serve, I would talk for 45 minutes. People would be like, you there? Like, I I didn't even know if they were there because I was selling the dream, like not earning. But my point is, if I really wanted to take my business to the next level, I had to change. I had to evolve. And so maybe you come in and you don't get my results right away. You don't get Frazier's results or whoever you're looking at. And you're, you can't compare. You can't compare because everybody's story is very, very different, but you need to realize entering a business like this, you need to change. And it's one of the best parts. I'm not the same human that I was 17 years ago. I'm not the same parent. I'm not the same partner. I'm not the same anything because I allowed the power of this industry to get inside of me. I believe everyone should build a network marketing business, even if it's not your forever future, because it forces you to level up. It forces mm-hmm. you to be uncomfortable. Most people come into this industry and they fall in love with the potential, but they get really comfortable with the, with the smallness. It's just so mm-hmm. small. So like, what's your feelings on change? Because if you're not willing to change, you know, the definition mm-hmm. of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Change is mm-hmm. everything. When we're not changing, we're we're dying.
1: Yeah. So so I'm a great believer in life is a growth centric experience, not a cha- not a comfort centric experience. So the word challenge, the first three letters of the word challenge and the last three letters of the word challenge spells the word change. So you have to be challenged to get changed. So one of the biggest mindset shifts, because it all comes down to mindset in some way, shape or form, doesn't it really? like And it, expanding the mindset allows you to think bigger, play bigger, act bigger, blah, 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 blah. So One of the big things that helped me, and I know it's helped a lot of people, is that I look at challenges completely different. And before I joined Neto Marketing, to be honest, my first year in Neto Marketing as well, when I looked at a challenge, I straight away went, dad, mom, help me get out of this challenge. Or I would go, oh, uh, these things always happen to me. Or I would say, oh, it's going to be one one of those days. You know, if you like stand on a plug or a piece of Lego and then you stub your toe at the end of the bed and then you're like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. And then next minute, the, the, there's no hot water in the shower. It's just one of those things, right? But then I shifted and I thought, hang on a minute. Every challenge is an opportunity to change and grow. But when I grow, there are not going to be one challenge to face. There's going to be two. But when I overcome the two, I'm going to be changed twice. And when I've overcome those two, there's going to be three. And when I, and I just got so good that I'm like, I can't wait to wake up tomorrow to see what challenge the day brings. I cannot wait because that's what's going to accelerate me past everyone else. So for those of you who are facing challenges right now, just write a list of all the challenges and flipping attack, attack every single one. And don't focus on how you're going to do it, focus on who same letters, just got to organize the letters a little bit differently. You put the the, the hate, the, the W at the end of how to the front and it spells the word who, right? So find out who has overcome that challenge, become their best friend, right? Become their best friend. They will show you the way you will grow it. Once you've grown it once, you've grown it forever. So then you know how to help other people do it. And the most valuable people in our lives, Debbie is one to me, are the people who know how to overcome multiple challenges at a time. Right. And they've just got an absolute library of challenges they can help you, they can help you overcome. And that's, in my opinion, when it comes to everything you've said, I think it's a great way to, to package it all up is that uh, change is the answer, truly, um, to playing to play big. Because if you're playing small, you've got to change to play big. And the only way you do that is to go through the challenges that you've got in front of you, whether you're aware of them or not. It's, a, it's an exciting game. And you can probably tell, I just freaking love the game. I just I love, love the game.
0: I love the game. And how often do we hear people say, you know, I've, I've talked to people and they're just not interested. Here's the reality. And this, this is what I tell people. They're not interested in what you're, now some people are truly a no, but they're just not interested in what you're saying, how you're packaging it, how you're delivering it. So that's why it's so important to change because people are saying yes every single day. So what I'm going to do really quick, Fraser, is I made this list and I know we don't have time. I'm just going to go through it. If there's something that hits you that you want to give, is like a last thing that we touch about, because I could sit here with you for three hours, but I want to be very um, respectful know. of your time. So, some of the things that I put down for like really building a big is standing it, creating a vision. And let me tell you, friends, it's not creating that vision once. I've been building this for 17 years. Every single day, I wake up and I work on my vision. Because if you don't build your vision every single day, there will be people obstacles, circumstances, times in our industry that it'll it'll be like driving in a car with so much stuff on your windshield that you can't. This is not a one-time thing. It's an everyday thing. So painting that vision, deciding what you want, deciding what you're willing to do to create it. I put a number on a piece of paper that I wanted to earn in my first year in network marketing, and I looked at it every single day. And I'll tell you, when the days got hard, or I felt emotional, or I felt let down, or somebody hurt my feelings... <laughs> I looked at that number and I would say, Debbie Neal, what do you really think you're going to have to do to earn this? What do you think it's really going to take? So it's that, it's becoming a network marketing professional. It's committing to excellence. You want a big business, give people a reason to join your business, raising that bar, consistent effort. This is not, let me give it effort for two months. Let me give it a whirl. Let me give it, people say, I'm going to give it three months. You're done. Don't even start with me. Yeah. You. If you're giving it three months, there's a, there's, a, there's a crack in the door, you're out, okay? Outwork everyone, stay the course, regardless of who quits, regardless of who says no. You're not in this industry taking a survey. You're standing in that vision. People follow confidence and you're a coach and a leader to be. And leadership is way more than selling. It's having that ability to lead an entire organization to victory. It's separating yourself. Here's one that I love. Hang out with people that force you to level up. If you're hanging out, With whiners, get to know winners. Get Mm. to know you're never going to build a huge business hanging out with people that are blaming and justifying and living a life beneath their potential. Put your blinders on and be evidence of what's possible because you want, if you want a business, a big business, it's playing to win, not once in a while, every darn day. So, those are some of the things I had on my.
1: Oh my days, we need to do a podcast for each single one. I nice. think there's, there's two can. things that come to mind. There's two that yeah for sure. there's two things that come to mind. The first one is is around the friendship. I think this is a, this is one of the hardest things to do. I believe your breakthrough usually comes after you break free from your current environment. And one of the tests is, if you go hang around with a group of people and you reminisce about the past, I'm sorry, but they're not the people you should be hanging out with. It's fun reminiscing. But if you're always thinking and talking about the past, then you can only go back to it. But if you're hanging out with people who are talking about the future, what are we doing to this? What are we doing to that? When have you got your next big event? When are you going to be at this level in your business? When are you this? When are you that? Then you, when you're when you're when you're hanging around future players, you move towards that future. The second thing is, I'll just tell you a story because I, I was really hit in the face when I heard this. So a couple of weeks ago, Ed Sheeran, um, English guy big big worth 300 400 million and he's like 33 years old. He's he definitely become financially free before 33, right? He um he came to Dubai and he did the biggest uh the biggest ever event in like a uh, concert ever in Dubai. There was like 30,000 people there open air in like a rugby stadium. And in between some of his songs, he shared a story that he wrote a hit. Like he wrote a song and he was like this is going to be such a big flipping hit. I just know it. And at the time he was playing in pubs. For those of you who have been to the UK, you'll know what a pub is. Like you've, you've probably gone. It's, like, it's short for a public inn or a public house where you go, you drink alcohol, you sit around the fire, you have a good time. So he used to play the, the, the pubs. And he said when there was no one there, he would play. And when there were people there, they had this back, their their back face to him. And he just he wrote this song and he just kept playing it and no one was reacting. But he was like, I know this is a hit. Like, this is too good. It's way better than any of the other songs on the top of the chart. So we kept playing, 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 playing. You think, you by now, everyone would have quit. Everyone would have stopped. And one day, there was a guy leaning against the bar, looking at him, and even clapped. No one else was clapping, celebrating, because they were all doing their thing. And he was like, that was amazing. Went up to him and said, Ed, I represent... A, a record label, and I want to sign you. Three months later, he recorded that album or that, that single. It was called A-Team. You can type in Ed Sheeran, A-Team. And it became, I believe, like one of the biggest hits in the UK. Not too sure it went international, but it was that song that got I, that got recognized by someone else that made him a big hit. So the point of this is when you have certainty that what you're doing is right, whether that's you have certainty in yourself or you have someone like Debbie who has a certainty in you, keep playing, keep speaking. The faster you do it, the faster it will happen. And all it takes is one person who's not connected, who comes up to you and goes, I've been seeing you create content. I've been seeing you message people. I've been seeing you attend events. I've been seeing you speaking on podcast. I want to join your team or I'm ready ready uh, to join your team or I want to partner with you. Something magical would happen, but it will not happen if you're scrolling the news feeds thinking, oh, this won't happen to me, or I'm going to give it a try for a year because try plus oomph equals triumph, and you're not giving it the oomph. You're just doing, oh, yeah, it's going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm not Debbie Neal. I'm not this. I'm not that. So if you believe in it, if you have the certainty in it, and you play the game over and over again, regardless of, of the results that you get day to day, yeah, 10 years from now, you're going to be looking back at this moment and go, oh, my days. I'm so glad I listened to that podcast episode. That was fire.
0: I had a lot of fun with you today, Frazier. And I really pray that when you guys listen to this, you know, some of you might already be on a mission to build it really big, but some of you might be convincing yourself that you're in this business for $300 a month or cutting yourself. There's nothing wrong with $300 a month. There's nothing wrong with $1,000 a month. They, They make a difference in the lives of people. But maybe something hit you today to realize... I'm made for more. And you know, the best part about this industry is we rise by lifting others. When you decide to step out of your comfort zone, when you decide to build something bigger than your fears and your hesitations, you now have the ability to give that gift to somebody else. And when you do give that gift to somebody else and you see somebody else's life transform, that's when it becomes addicting. I said yes to this business for the income potential. That was my why. It became addicting to me when I started seeing other people doing the same. When I started to see people walk into a room with their head held high and their shoulders back when they started a business without confidence. When I see other people be by the sides of the people they love the most at the most important times in their life because you're brave enough to stand in your decision. When you start to see things like that, you realize that we're not that significant, but we have the we have the ability to create significance in so many other people. But when we stay small and we play small, we don't do it intentionally a lot of time, but we really are making it about ourselves. It really is selfish to stay small. So I know sometimes I say things and you guys want to get in a line and punch me in the face or stab me in the <laughs> neck with a pencil. That's like my thing. But I, <laughs> but I love you enough to tell you the truth. I love you enough to call on your greatness. So, Frazier, thank you so much for being here. Where can people find you? Where can people follow you? Where can people learn more from you?
1: Uh, My pleasure. Yeah, so uh, I have a podcast, Network Marketing Ninja Podcast. I go live uh, on Tuesdays on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube every every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every single week. So uh, I give everything I've got for free just to help the industry because I freaking love it and I want people to play at a bigger level and think bigger because we're all made for more for sure well
0: thank you friend this was a lot of fun and listeners it is time literally to just level up your network marketing business and if you're not yet in this profession contact me let's have a conversation because although there's no promises i don't know how to fail i don't know how to fail so thank you all love you friends